Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Good to have you with us on breakfast. And this is the Mind Your Business segment. Ryan, are your parents tech savvy? I would say they are a bit more tech-savvy than most, but I still help them out sometimes with their apps, you know, registering for stuff, logging in here and there. It's not that easy because they've been used to a different way of you know, just doing stuff. And then finally, or eventually, they've got all these apps having to um, mm-hmm. try to make it more digital in a sense. No, no more paper bills, for example. Thankfully, they are getting some help too in other ways. In May 2020, the IMDA launched the Senior Go Digital Initiative to ensure that the elderly among us are not excluded as we all progress towards becoming a smart nation. Yeah, Lynn, you can imagine how many seniors could be left behind by these new technologies or even feel intimidated. And on top of that, you've got the language barrier. Mm -hmm. Some of them are not that well-versed in English. So for those of them who speak other dialects, you can imagine the websites, apps, all in English, they will be lost in all the words yeah. and also what buttons to click, yeah. where do you go and if you click one button wrongly, it just ends up being right. a huge maze of um, difficult things to do. It makes digital banking services almost impossible for them to navigate. The reality is as banks move towards digital first services and cut down the number of service counters, seniors are struggling to do their banking transactions. But the good news is digital transformation with the right tools could become a good thing and an enablement for this group of people. One way to address this need could be in the form of conversational AI solutions. Yeah, so I am imagining chatbots. Let's find out more from Kevin Wu. He is the co-founder and managing director for AI Rudder. He's joining us from the US to share how these conversation AI solutions can help bridge that tech gap for the elderly. Welcome to the show, Glad Kevin. To be here. Okay, first things first. How many languages are there in your AI conversational solutions? Right now, we support more than 40 different languages, mostly in Asia, and some are extensive languages, such as uh, English, such as English. So we cope with uh, different uh, populations in different countries uh, to their, you know, different habits of speaking. And just to make sure we're not ch- talking to a chatbot right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they are not. <laughs> <laughs> right, help us to describe how this works, this AI voice technology. How does it work in practice? Um, is it just like how both of us are talking right now? Uh, actually, uh, it has three parts. The first part is uh, it will uh, try to understand the voice from the speaker, from an average person, and convert into text. And second step is to understand the text, to extract the meaning and intent of the speaker. And the last step is to give appropriate answers or responses back to the speaker. So how would it play out mm-hmm. in a real scenario? For example, would I be able to talk to someone like a chatbot that's AI-powered and the bot will be able to reply me in real time what I will need? Or is there going to be some lag time as it processes all the data? Yeah, actually, uh, the main thing here is to perform certain tasks for AI to be useful. For example, just like uh, you guys talked about uh, in the scenario of uh, banking, uh, the the Talk about the chatbot might be able to uh, um, check the balance for you and uh, give you the answer automatically without you, you know, navigating around in the website or in the app. So tell us, give us some context. Which financial institutions here are already using your voice AI solutions? Uh, yeah, we have more than 100 customers uh, across Asia uh, Pacific, uh, especially in Southeast Asia. 
we cannot say all the names of these uh, customers, but some are uh, uh, fintechs like uh, Jolo, some are uh, more traditional financial institutions like Adira Finance. And these customers uh, right now, they use our AI to uh, automate their customer service without having to add more and more uh, counters, like you mentioned. So it is a sort of automated, um, humanized customer service. Yeah, Kevin, where are we in terms of adoption right now? How accepted is this in the financial space? Are they willing to use AI chatbots in that sense? Or do they still prefer that personal touch where they can train their customer service staff and make sure they say the right things, for example? Uh, The trend is quite encouraging, I should say. Mm -hmm. Compared to the technology maybe five to ten years ago, right now uh, what we can build is very humanized um, chatbots that can add a lot of human touch even compare with uh, traditional counter representatives because AI will never get tired. They can work around clock. They can serve customers whenever they have something to say. Can you share success stories or case studies of using AI voice technology to support the elderly in terms of managing their finances? Yeah, this is a good question because uh, what we can see is in many countries, the, the aging population really need a lot of help when it comes to the digital transformation where they still prefer to use voice to get in touch with their service providers such as banks and other uh, service uh, providers. And uh, in our scenarios, what we can see is uh, when these elders uh, get in touch with AI, they are better served, they can ask questions like how much money remaining in their uh, balance and how they can do such and such a thing in their banking account, so on and so forth. And AI can navigate them through all these very complicated things in a banking service. We're in conversation with Kevin Wu. He's the co-founder and managing director for AI Rudder. Now, Kevin, your voice AI solutions, let's get into the pricing. How much does it cost? And we look at you know, customer support in terms of customer service centers, where's the ROI if you take part in something like AI voice support? Our goal is to provide more affordable AI to all of our customers as well as the individuals at, at large. So the basic uh, uh, way we charge customers is uh, pay as you go, meaning uh, the more they use, the more they, they will pay us. Compared to the traditional model where uh, you need to build a very large call center and hire a lot of people in salary, this is a more economical option for our customers and, and for the society. Okay, I'm, I'm just curious about the security part of things. How does the voice AI technology make sure that the, the privacy, uh, security of users' personal and financial information, particularly in such a context when it's multilingual? Yeah, so the security and the user privacy is always on top of our list. And I think this should be something that we need to work very closely with our regulators together. So one thing is we make sure that the customers know who they are talking to. So, for example, we can say that we are a digital representative from a certain financial institution, and then they know that this is not from some, for example, malicious service providers. And the second thing is we make sure all the data is stored in a safe place together with our customers so we can provide very flexible solution for our customers to keep that data safe within their premise. Okay, Kevin, I'm not sure if you have a chance to try ChatGPT yet. I've had a lot of fun trying it, and by the same time, it's also come up with a lot of interesting and sometimes wrong answers. So even ChatGPT gets it wrong sometimes. So I'm just wondering, in terms of limitations or changes with your AI voice technology, 
What are some of the things it can't do? So ChatGPT uh, actually is a very advanced technology in that it can uh, almost give you some sort of answers about any topics you are interested in. But on the other hand, like you said, uh, the AI today is still uh, far away from what we call the raw intelligence or the real intelligence of human beings. So it's more like you know digging into the big data and uh, searching for the right pattern to compose an answer uh, for the uh, for the uh, for, uh, for every individuals. And uh, what what we want to do uh, is to confine the scenarios uh, under certain verticals to make more useful rather than uh, trying to uh, build something that is very near the raw intelligence of human beings today. Talking about usefulness, beyond banking and finance, what are some potential applications of AI voice technology that could be leveraged to support other needs and perhaps other segments of the population? Uh, what I can see is the generic uh, customer service. Uh, most of them can be somehow automated by using AI. Some more different use cases would include uh, the delivery reminder for logistic companies mm-hmm. and also the appointment reminder for healthcare for different you know, offline services. All these are possible today using AI. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin. Kevin Wu, co-founder and managing director of AI Rudder. Thank you for speaking with us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.